Wow. Forever, forever, he is glorified. Forever, he is lifted high. Have you ever been waiting in a line? You thought, man, I've been in this line forever. No, you hadn't. You've been in that line for a little bit. And I hear teenagers say it all the time. Man, we waited forever. And they say it forever. You know, kind of like that. But you know what? Forever is what? Forever. <laughs> and so when we get to that forever that he's talking about, forever he is glorified. Forever he is lifted high. Listen, if you don't like praising God and worshiping God here on earth, listen, heaven's not going to be a place that you're going to like because <laughs> that's what we're going to do for eternity. And so I'm, I'm just warming up. Amen? You with me? You just warming up? All right. Well, I got some stories to share with you today, and we're going we're gonna to be in the Word of God on several verses. But today's kind of one of those messages that, it's mid-year, and I'm, I'm going to be doing a series starting in two weeks on spiritual gifts and how God uses each and every one of us in the body of Christ. And, uh, and so maybe you'll discover your spiritual gift. You may already know what it is, but in two weeks we'll be kicking that off. And so next Sunday we got the July, the before July 4th is going to be a, a message called God, Lord, just give me one more. Lord, just give me one more. It's based off uh, Hacks. Hacksaw Ridge in, in that movie, but Lord, just give me one more. And, but today is really is, is halfway of the year. Did you know that? This is the last Sunday of the halfway of 2017. Some of y'all going, wow, I didn't realize that. Well, it is, and it's halftime. And so I want to kind of give us a halftime praise and assessment because, you know, how many of you played sports and and you got to halftime, and your team was either doing good or it needed to improve, didn't it? Or you're going, man, uh, we know the coach is going to chew us out here at halftime, and he's going he's to rip us. But halftime's a, a time to access what's happened in the first part of the game or the first part of this year, and then look at how we get ready for the second half because the best is yet to come. You know, uh, growing up as a young boy, um, my mom and dad, uh, mom, they planted a garden. My daddy has a sign down there in his house that says, plant, don't plant more garden than your wife can take care of. All right, he has that sign up. Well, I got this garden at the back of my house, and, you know, it's, it's about, it's not half of this room here, but it's, you know, it's about a third of this room. And it's big enough for me to have to take care of. But anyway, when I was a young boy, mom, and mom would go out there and pick everything, and she'd try to get us out there, but getting us kids to pick vegetables was like pulling teeth. You, nobody wants to go do that. And boy, it's hard work picking butter beans and peas and squash and cucumbers and green beans and all that. Well, this past week, I always get reminded about what I didn't want to do as a child because God had me out in the patch this week. And so I just want to let y'all know that I'm through picking green beans this week, all right? And so my garden is open. I got four rows of green beans that you can come and pick and pick all you want. All right, amen? Some, some of y'all going, I'm not excited about coming over here. You, you pick them for me and bring them to me. You know, isn't that funny how everybody wants you? You go ahead and pick them, and then I'll take them if you pick them for me. But you know what? The, the picking time, 
I do all that hard work, planting, tilling, hoeing, sowing, doing all that to get to what? Pigging time, harvest time. But hardly anybody wants to go out into the field for harvest. And I know, I believe my wife, all my heart, she said her back went out, you know, while on vacation. And I believe that. My wife would not lie about, about that. But I have plenty more garden than my wife can handle, all right? So, but anyway, it put me out there picking. And I learned a whole lot of lessons this week, picking out there by myself. You can have some pity parties in the garden when you're out there by yourself. Do you know that? You can have some pity parties. And I had a few of them. I was like, there ain't nobody out here helping me. I'm just all out here all alone, and I'm going, I don't even like green beans. Why am I picking these suckers? I don't even like them. But the good Lord had provided a great harvest. And every time I lifted a vine a year ago, there might be three or four beans. Right now, there was 30 to 40. And I mean, they're loaded, loaded. And I'm going, God, you just love my wife because she couldn't can last year, and now you're just blessing her, just pouring because, see, she gives these green beans away. I pick them, I grow them, and then she gives them away. And she goes, if you'll ever learn to be as generous as I am, God's going to bless you. And I'm like, but you didn't grow them and you didn't pick them. You just canned them. And I'm being honest. I'm being just honest, okay? I don't know if this is confession time or what. But come on over to the house and pick all the green beans you want. I still got a row of butter beans and peas to pick. That's this waiting for me. But I've said all that to say this. Halftime. Halftime. And I remember mom and, and dad telling me, son, you cannot go to the swimming pool and do all the fun things with your cousins till you get your work done. Did y'all grow up that way or was it just me? I see some heads nodding, you know. And guess what? We got the work done because we wanted to go to the swimming hole. We wanted to have fun. We got the work done. Let's see what God has done in Gratis Church in this past year. He's done amazing things. He really has. This first six months, I, as I began to look at it, I was overwhelmed. But I'm going to remind you of some things that God has said to us as a church. First one is this. Why is our purpose? Why are we here? And it is to glorify God and to advance his kingdom. That is why we exist as a church. That is our purpose, is to glorify God, advance his kingdom. Do you know that the scripture says that in whatever we do, whether we eat or drink, in whatever you do, do all, do all to the glory of God. Why do we get up and go to work? Well, you're not working for that employer. You're working for the Lord. You know, there, there's no such thing as all of this... You know, I get the job to be a pastor, but every one of you as a minister are going to work for God. You might not realize that, but you do. You're going to work for God as a mechanic, Matt. You know, whatever you do, you're doing it. Whether it's for Georgia Power or whether it's for yourself. Whatever you do, you're working as unto the Lord. It's why we do it. And so while we do that, we glorify him. And we're out there. God's placed us here to advance his kingdom. To advance his kingdom which is part of the great commission which leads us into the mission of why we exist. And that is to make disciples who will make disciples who will make disciples. Jesus, before he left this planet, told his disciples these words. 
all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. He had all authority. So he gave it to us. He gave us of his spirit, and he says, now go. And that word go means actually as you are going. It means in your daily routine. As you are going, make disciples. I had the privilege to be in a birth room with a, a guy on Tuesday. I went in there thinking I didn't know what to expect on one end, but then this guy was ready, ready to respond to the grace and love of God. He just was ready for God in his life. And you know, as I feel like a doctor in a delivery room. I didn't make the baby. I'm just there to watch the baby be born. And it's a beautiful thing. When you see, like Caitlin was crying, and I said, you know why you're crying? Because a baby, when a baby's born, a doctor pats them on that bottom, but they go to crying. That's one of the most beautiful sounds you'll ever hear. Amen, as a parent, is hearing that baby crying. Because you're going, it's alive. It's alive. And then you're looking for those ten fingers and ten toes and everything else that goes with it. But you know what? That's the whole thing. It's alive and moving forward. And so that, we're here to make disciples. But as we are going, as we are going, we are to make disciples. See, Jesus saves the people, but we are the ones that he uses to help them along the way. You know, if you have a baby, you don't leave them at the hospital or you don't drop them off at the street, do you? You take that baby and you care for that baby and you nurture that baby and you raise that baby up. And every one of you loved your child so much that you fed them, you loved them, you took care of them. Or you may not have a kid. You might have a dog. You might have a pet. But you, you know what? You're still loving on them, caring for them, and doing everything you need to make sure that everything's done for them. That's loving. That's loving. Okay? But as we're going, we're to make disciples. I loved old Mark Larry speaking about dog. I, my heart's been kind of broken. Tuesday, uh, I was out in the yard, and I backed up, and I hit my, my black lab. She's 12 years old. And I heard something, and then I saw her wobble off. And, boy, it makes you feel bad when you do something. She's on her last leg anyway. But I, I accelerated that. And I love her too much, I can't put her down. So I'm kind of in that situation right now. But I'll tell you what, that dog loves me. That dog follows me around all in that yard, but she can't follow me anymore. And I like what Mark Lyon said, you know my dog loves me more than my wife does. And you know how I know that? He said, you take your wife, lock her in the trunk of a car and come back three hours and see if she wags her tail and and wants to meet you and greet you. Yeah, that's a joke, by the way. I wouldn't do that to my wife. I know better. She might lock me in the trunk for three hours and come back later and get me. But, you know, whatever we're doing, we make disciples as we're going along in this journey. And some people we get to know just for the first time. I'm meeting some brand-new people for the first time this week. And who knows where we may end up in the journey of life. And then some of them we've known for several years. Friday night I get a text at 10 o'clock saying, can you do a funeral for my daddy? And then I get to go and see an 87-year-old man that's on his deathbed. And you know what? I realize that this life is a whole process from our babies to the 80s 
and those people that we love. But in that process, y'all, we are here to make disciples in the journey of life. You know how, pe how you make disciples is not just sitting down and lecturing, it's spending time with people. That's how Jesus did it. He took three years to take that bunch of rough redneck fishermen and turn them into people that changed the world. And that's what he did. That's what he did. And our vision is being real. Real people making a real difference in real life. If you notice, real's in there three times. And that's for a reason. We want to be real. We want to be genuine. We want to be authentic. We want to be transparent. And, I, you know, I've been in church where it was stuffy and it didn't feel real. And it, it was like a museum more than it was a family. And that's not what Gratis is all about. Gratis is built around the fact that we are to be real. And so and we are to love people and make a real difference. We have people all in this room making a real difference in life. And I, that's why I love you guys so much because I see how you serve and I see how you serve in this church and I see how you serve in this community. And you know, and for six, uh, six years, we've been coming and pulling these trailers and hauling in these chairs. And we're, we've been doing all that work and then tearing down and kids working in the back and all kinds of things that are going on and people working in the community to love on others. And you know what? It's not all in vain, y'all. And I'm telling you, it's halftime of this year. But God's already done a great work these first six months of this year. Phase one of, of what we've done is, is all about building the church. And I want you to know, do you know what building the church is? It's about reaching and loving on people. Because the church is who? It's not a building. The church is people. And that's what we're about. And actually the word for church here is the, is the Greek word ecclesiastic. It's, no, it's ecclesia. I said that wrong. It's ecclesia. And ecclesia always refers to a gathering of people united by a common identity and a purpose. Ecclesia always refers to a gathering of people united by a common identity and a purpose. And who we are we are united around is none other than Jesus. Gratis Church is Jesus' idea. It really is. Gratis Church is all about him and for his glory. It's his idea. Terry Queen, who's part of the Walton County uh, Crisis Pregnancy Center that's right down here in Monroe. Um, they're coming in a few weeks in July. But Terry Queen sent me an email this past week, and he said, it's obvious that God is at work at Gratis Church because of what God's doing in the community. And he, he'd heard about the land and all of that. But he said, it's obvious that God is at work. And y'all, and I just agreed with him. I get to spend time and do life with you guys, and, and I love you. And I, and I see your love for one another, and I see that love, and you guys are just awesome. And I just counted a joy and a privilege that God's given me the opportunity to do life with you guys. You know, and, and we're, we're actually getting ready to build something. But the first and foremost thing that we got to never forget is phase one is loving people, reaching people, because church is always about that. And you know, that's the thing that I came away with from this week. Next week, you're going to hear more about just give us one more, Lord. Just, Lord, just please give me one more. 
And I'm thankful that God gave us two more this past week. I'm thankful for you, Caitlin. Thankful that you publicly let the world know what he privately did in your heart on Friday. That's an awesome thing. Everyone in this room that has gone through the baptismal waters can relate to what you've done. And there are others in this room that are going, you know what, I need to do that. I need to do that. And you know what? It's going to be one of the greatest things you can do is to let the world know, I'm not ashamed of my God who loved me and he gave his life for me. If he could hang naked on a cross and forgive me of my sin, shoot, man, I'm ready to whew, throw me in the water right now. Just bring me into the water. It's fine. It, amen. Come on in, brothers. The water's fine. You have seen that movie, hadn't you? Oh, brothers, where art thou? I, now, I watch, every time it comes on, I watch it. My wife said, how can you do that? I said, because it's on. Because it's on. A any of y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? Any of y'all watch the same movie over and over? If Rocky's on, I'm watching Rocky. I don't care. I've seen them all, all five of them every time, but I'm going to watch it because I just want to get into it, Jess. I just want to go, man. <laughs> it's good. Well, anyway. I, I chased a rabbit. Let's come back. God has blessed us to where we have, right now we have about 200 people that consider gratis their church home. Do you know that? Now this past Easter, we had a bigger crowd than that. But we had the baptism and extended families were here on that day. But in the years, we've had, we have 200 people. Now, we got over 400 people in our database. But I'm talking about 200 people who have attended gratis in the last year that consider gratis church their church. And I've had people tell me the day we move in on our property and we move into that building, they said, you can expect your church to triple is what they've told me. And I'm like, whoa. Is it going to be that fast? And they said, yes, it'll happen. But I know 200 of them are going to be there that day. And that's still a little ways down the road because we got some work to do. But God has done that over these last few years. And also I wanted you to know with Caitlin being baptized today, that brings us to 40 people who've gone through the baptism waters at Gratis since the church started. And you know what? If it was just for one, it would be worth it. And I mean that with all my heart. Because God cares about one. But God has a bigger plan, and it's been 40, and I, and I know it's going to be more. I know three, three that are planning on being baptized here soon. And we've already had nine this year, and that's the most we've ever had. And so God, I'm telling you, in the first half, God's doing some amazing things y'all and in that we gotta just look back and just give him glory and praise and which brings us to entering into phase two and no matter if we go into phase two we will never forget phase one and why we're doing what we're doing is to build the church which is people now phase two is all about building the buildings how many people have have asked you when are y'all gonna build y'all's church Anybody in the room had anybody ask you that? Okay, good. Let them keep asking. And when they ask you, let your response be when you write the check. When you write the check. Go ahead, get them to do that. Say, when you write the check, man, 
If, if somebody, I can tell you this much, I could have this church built fast if I got the money. Anybody say amen to that? You could get a house built fast too if you got the money because cash speaks. And you know what? That's the people on the outside. You have given. In this room, I know you've given, and I, I praise God. I don't know how much you've given because I don't keep up with that. But you've given. We're sitting good with 60-something thousand, but I know we can't build a church on 60-something thousand. And I've had my finance team talk to me, and, and we've discussed it, and we've actually said, okay, Lord, how are you going to do this? And so we're going to look at some stewardship campaign. We're going to look at that. We're going to look at some other churches and how they did it. We're going to visit some churches. We're going to check out their facilities. But we're going to pray about it, and we're going to keep waiting, and we're going to trust, just like God gave us the land, God's going to give us the resources that is going to build his church. Amen. Because he gave us the land this past year. We did our part, but we weren't expecting that 100000 to come out of nowhere, and it did. <laughs> and the gifts came, and that was mashed. And because of God working through you and through other people, look what he's done. And I know the grass has grown up out there, Brandon, a little bit, but as soon as it dries out in the next few days, I'm telling you, this boy's going to be putting the finishing mower on it. Boy came by the other day and said, man, this place looks like a golf course. I said, good. That's the, that's the whole goal. We want to make it look like a golf course. We're not going to be playing golf out there, guys, so don't worry about that. But you could bring your clubs and hit them out. It's far enough to hit them. At least I could. Luke couldn't. He'd, out, he'd hit it out of the property. But, but anyway, some people have said, well, what's that road in the back for? Well, that's a good deer stand back there, all right? You know, good deer trail in the back. But no, we're not going to be hunting and shooting out there, so don't worry about that. But what we got, y'all, is we're going to have an opportunity in a few weeks to get out on that property and to, and to be on what God has done and to walk around on a place that God has given. And I hope you feel his presence, and I hope you take time to even ride out there and get under that big oak tree Take you a chair and pray. Or just walk around and pray. We got a tree out there. I may have said this already, but it's worth repeating. This, this intertwined and it's two trees that have united and it's two different leaves. And we're going to call that our two has become one tree. For all those folks that want to get married and, and go by and have their picture made it, the two have become one tree. But it is unique. And that big old oak tree is is a gathering place. It is humongous. But I've, I've walked that property. I've been on that property. But God's beginning to show me the pieces to the puzzle of the property. But what I'm not, what I'm seeing is people. And people. And people. As you begin to come. But we're going to gather out there and we're going to do some cleanup. But it's in that time that we do that, we'll come back the next day and we're going to have a prayer and dedication and we already got the sign it's amazing I, I called Caleb on Monday and said we got to have the sign this week he designed it sent it to the people on Tuesday I had the sign that's amazing printed color just like this one out here big four by eight we're going to be putting future home gratis church it's awesome 
And I see that, but people are going to come by and see that sign. It's, it's hanging, draping at my house, ready to be put on that property to begin to tell the world that God has done a work in Gratis Church. And you are the evidence of it. You are what makes it what it is. And I love you. And I thank God for you. And I can't wait. It's halftime, y'all. It's halftime. But I can't wait to finish the game. You know, Coach, some of you probably like it if the coach chewed you out. Some of us like it if the coach encourages you know, I'd rather be encouraged than I had be chewed out. Amen? Some of us need to be chewed out. Some of us aren't hustling. Some of us aren't in the game. Some of us have our head everywhere. Or I got our head up our rim. We need to get in the game. But others are hustling and giving their best. And they're doing everything they can with all their strength and their all their might. And you know what? That's the ones I want to keep encouraging. And if you hadn't got in the game, I want to encourage you. It's halftime. But, hey, the game is still ahead of us. And let's get out of there. And let's give it all we got. For whatever you do, you do it all. Do it all to the glory of God. Amen? Amen? You with me? You with me? You ready to come pick snap beans over at my house? Are you ready? I'd be surprised if like 30 people showed up tomorrow and came over there. You wouldn't get many, but first come, first serve. That's all I can say. All right on that. But I'm ready to continue this journey with such a great group of people. Y'all guys, you guys are amazing, and I love you. So let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for what you are doing. 